Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstuck Transformation with Edge with Hypnopunk. I am indeed Hypnopunk and today's episode is entitled Why the 12 Step Programs Are Bullshit. Feel free to send your hate emails to mail m-a-i-l at lukenosis l-u-k-e-n-o-s-i-s dot com. But before we get into that, I'd like to thank, as always, all of you that have been liking and sharing the podcast on any, any way you listen to it, whether it be on iTunes, Google Play, or when we up these to YouTube. It makes my heart smile when you like these, when you make comments about these. Um, and if you do enjoy these podcasts, please send, um, however you listen to them, whether it be iTunes, give me a five-star review or a thumbs up and some comments on iTunes, Google Play and YouTube because nothing makes me happier than seeing that and it inspires me to put more content out there for free. Also, for you that do give me five-star reviews on iTunes or the equivalent on Google Play, take a screenshot, send me an email, again at mail at lukenosis.com uh, with the attachment and we will book you a 30 minute unstuck session with me over the telephone or Skype. This is not a hypnosis session, this is not a therapy session, it's just simply 30 minutes that you get with me free of charge to talk about an area that you're stuck in to help you become unstuck to maneuver you into new possibilities yours for being a loyal fan now back to the subject at hand why the 12 steps are complete and utter bullshit we're going to go through these 12 steps today with a fine tooth comb have you ever thought about a fine tooth comb? I mean, is there such a thing as a fine tooth comb? Isn't a fine tooth comb really a toothbrush? But that's another story for another day. I think I just put myself into hypnosis there. So here's the thing. We're going to go through these 12 steps today. I'm going to tell you why I believe they're all bullshit. There's going to be a companion podcast that's going to come out next week. Same Luke time, same Luke place, same Luke channel, or should I say Hypnopunk channel, um, which is going to be an updated version of my addictions podcast which i believe was in episode about number 10 or 11 when i started these out but i've got an updated version of that with some new science and some new studies and some new understandings that will be coming out next week but today it's 12 step programs why they complete and utter bullshit and i know i'm going to upset some of you out there and listen here, here, here's my state here's my stance on it right now if you've gone through the program if you've been successful if you're no longer doing the drug or narcotic you went in you are free and you no longer see yourself as a victim you've been free and clean for some time and you see that as the past and it no longer affects you and that worked for you great more power to you you're in the um, minority but more power to you okay but I'm talking about the 90% of people that these programs these steps don't work and let me define work works not stop for a week a month a year work as in you just no longer do that shit anymore and you no longer see yourself as a victim and you do not see yourself as a powerless addicted person that's what i mean does it work or doesn't it work okay so let's go through the 12 steps which is uh, for alcoholics anonymous but also for na narcotics anonymous as well and most 12 step processes number one we admitted we are powerless over alcohol or your drug that our lives had to become that our lives had become unmanageable. So let's take that apart a minute. We admitted we are powerless over our drug, that our lives had become unmanageable. 
So to the presupposition in that step is you are powerless, that you are weak, that this foreign object, this foreign substance outside of you controls you. So it puts you at effect of the cause. And if we know in hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming or any form of transformation, when you're at effect, you're essentially victimizing yourself. There's a whole podcast I did about victimizing yourself and cause versus effect. So you're saying that this outside foreign substance controls you, controls what you do, controls what you think. And as soon as you admit that it has complete power and you have no power, no say, because there's a gun to your head, and even if there was a gun to your head, you'd still have a choice whether to do it or have your brain's blown out. Now, it may not be the best choice in the world, but there's still a choice inherent in that step right there. But we've admitted we are powerless over alcohol or our drug and our lives have become unmanageable absolute bullshit think if you accept that sentence you're accepting that you are powerless that you're always going to be powerless that this foreign substance controls you controls how you treat your family controls how you treat yourself um, your career your health relationships and you have absolutely no say in it whatsoever it's running the bus do you see how it's completely disempowering that it's complete and utter bullshit it does not control you because you make a choice to pick it up and you do it it may not seem that you make that choice whether it be unconscious or conscious you're making a choice it doesn't just jump up into your mouth or into your arm and um consume you you're making a choice consciously or unconsciously whether you think you are or not yes you are you are not fucking powerless so number one absolute bullshit put a line through that number two uh in the alcoholics anonymous is i came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity so there's a power greater than you. You're so weak. You are so broken that you need to look to a greater power that can restore you to sanity because you're insane right now. So many things wrong with that sentence. So many, many things. Now, listen, if you're religious, more power to you. I'm not. I'm an atheist. But if you believe in God, Muhammad, Buddha, Elron, Hubbard, whatever, and it helps to make you a better, more power powered person, that you've got personal power and you're a better person as you maneuver through the world, more power to you. However, that you have to pray, that you have to get on your knees to something that's greater than you, rather than digging deep inside and finding that voice, finding that power in you, again, puts you at effect of this cause, that something else needs to restore you. Now listen, if you are drinking too much, you are drugging too much, you are watching too much porn, gambling too much, whatever it is, it doesn't make you insane you're just doing a stupid destructive habit that's hurting you and you can stop you're not insane you're just stupid okay so many things wrong from that sentence you have all the power you need within you whether you're religious or an atheist does not matter you have all the power you need to stop this stupid habit and yes being addicted is just an habit and you do not need to be restored to sanity because you are not insane. It's absolute fucking bullshit. Number three, Alcoholics Anonymous or NA Narcotics Anonymous. Here's the step. Made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. Now, where do we begin with that step? Made a decision. Okay, I'm good with that. To turn your will and your life over to God. Well, what if you're an atheist? 
What if you're like me? Does that mean I can't be helped because I have to believe in God? What if it's another religion that perhaps maybe I'm a Scientologist? They're in the news right now who doesn't necessarily believe as a being called God. So that means I need to change religions in order to change my life because this magical power, who is a man, by the way, because the sentence said it, uh, he is going to empower me of everything I need. So if I change my religion or I go from being an atheist to being a Christian or any other religion that believes in God, that's not a Scientologist, that's what I need to do. I need to give I need to give him. He's a man, by the way. Didn't you know that? Uh, he's uh, I need to hand over my will to him to fix me how many fucking things are wrong with that sentence i'm good with making a decision but you need to hand over your will to somebody else whether it be a religious dignity a religious god or anyone else again puts you at effect you're a poor victimized little child or baby that has no choice of this greater power that you probably will never see will heal you there's so much wrong with that fucking sentence that it is just incredible so put a fucking line through that why don't you make the decision to stop doing the stupid behavior and stupid habit which it is and we'll get into that on the next podcast on addictions um, updated part num number two um, i want you to turn your control over your life onto yourself your unconscious mind and heal yourself okay number four made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves I think I'm okay with that one. Sit down and think about how it's affecting you each and every way, in perhaps your career, uh, your relationships, your health. I think I'm okay with that one. I think so far, of all the, the top three, that one's okay. Take a um, fearless moral inventory about what's going on. I think we can keep that one. I think that one can empower you. I'm okay with that one. Here we go. Oh, but, but, but number five, hold on. Number five is admitted to God, okay, to ourselves okay with that and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs mm, i don't know how i feel about this admitted to god fuck that admitted to ourselves sure to another human being if it empowers you to make change and you need uh, a benevolent witness to to observe that and it empowers you okay the exact nature of your wrongs I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, as far as wrongs, you're just doing something stupid. Uh, I don't think you're morally a bad person because you do any kind of drug, uh, as long as you're not hurting anyone else, uh, whether those be cigarettes, nicotine, uh, whether they be alcohol or crack, cocaine or crystal meth or heroin. I don't think you're necessarily a bad person. I just think you're doing something stupid so i'm kind of 50 50 on that one actually when you but we've got god in there as well right so now nah, I'm, I'm against that one i think that's bullshit and kind of works against you but admitting to yourself is the only part of that that i think is remotely empowering to you um so if we take that and we chop off two-thirds of that um step i think we're doing okay number six were were entirely ready to have god remove all these defects of character so you know how I feel about God. Listen, if you're religious, fine. If you're not religious, that means you can't ever be healed because um, you don't believe in God. And if you're a Scientologist, you can't be healed because you don't believe in God. So that's complete bullshit. You're defects of character. You're, you're defective. You're a defective toy. 
You're a broken toy. You're a broken character. Your character has defect. You're not fucking defective. You're just doing something stupid and you've been doing it long enough that it becomes a habit, whether that be smoking cigarettes, drinking too much alcohol, or doing some other kind of narcotic. You are not inherently a bad person. You not are inherently defective. You're just doing something fucking stupid and you can stop. So I think that one's bullshit as well. Okay, number seven. We're going through this in real time. Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. So again, religious things, think it's bullshit. That already, that's weakening you to remove your shortcomings. But let's take God out of the equation. You're asking somebody else to remove your shortcomings because you're so weak. You're so defective. You're so broken. You're so on your knees that you don't have the power to fix yourself. Let's take a sidestep for a moment. I'm a change worker. I'm a hypnotist. I work with people, but I do not fix people. I do not see people who are broken. I see people that do some stupid fucking behaviors, and we all do, including myself, that need someone to point them in the right way and give them some tools to fix themselves. I'm not fixing people. I'm giving them the tools to fix themselves because they've got to put their hand up and said, I need some new technology because what I'm doing right now isn't working. I'm not fixing anyone. God's not fixing anyone. I'm giving them the tools to fix themselves because they're doing something stupid. So, again, another thing to keep somebody uh, weak and at the mercy of God. If God chooses to fix you or hear you, uh, that's another bullshit that keeps you at effect of your problem. And by the way, folks, if you stay at effect of your problem, um, you are always going to have the problem and you are always going to be weak and you are always going to think you are broken. My whole job and any great change worker's job is to take you at course to show you how you're creating this problem in your life. And if you're creating it, the presupposition is you can stop creating it and create something better in its place. Number eight, made a list of persons who we have harmed and become willing to make amends to them all. All right, so that one isn't too terrible. Here's my take upon it. There may be people that have passed away that, that perhaps um, you cannot speak to or make amends to in the real world if such a thing exists. I think um, our problem with people, whether they're around or not, is never with them. It's always with that interpretation, that internal representation in NLP, as we call it, the IR of them that we carry inside. Whether they're alive or dead in our life or not, we carry a part of them. And I think you can make amends with that part inside and forgive that part inside we've been carrying on. And also understand, forgiveness does not ever make it right. If somebody has wronged you, you're essentially saying, I just don't want to carry this around anymore. So if you don't like forgiveness, you can use the term simply letting go. I'm okay with letting go. I'm okay with you healing that part of that person that you need, you feel you need to make amends to inside. And if you want to do it in the real world, if you feel that you need to do that, um, you can do that as well. Um, but I don't think it is necessary. So that one's kind of okay with. Um, number nine, made direct, sorry, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except except when to do so would injure them or ourselves so i kind of answered that in the last one i don't necessarily feel that you need to make direct amends with them um you can do that because it's never them that you have the problem with it's the filter that you see them through uh, which is your filter 
um, and that part of them that you carry around inside. So I don't think you have to do it with them. You can do it with a part, but if you feel that empowers you and you need that closure, then, then you can do that. I kind of answered that one though. Number 10, continue to take personal inventory and when were wrong, promptly admitted it. Okay, continue to take personal inventory and when we're wrong, promptly admitting it. Okay, all right. I mean, you can do that. I guess it's kind of like keeping score. Um, I don't know, that one is kind of like presupposing that that problem could come back when it's gone and having to keep an eye consciously on that door to make sure it doesn't rear its ugly head in. And I think you have to be very careful of that because you can invite that back into your life. It's very much um, like don't think of a blue tree. What do you have to do to process that sentence is you have to think of a blue tree. And then you have to be really careful with that and the, the suggestions that presupposes. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him. Praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Okay. God, where do we begin? Listen, if you want to pray, pray. If you want to meditate, meditate. But you've got to pray that God understands you, praying only for knowledge of his will, because he's the only one that can fix you and has the power to carry that out. Oh, God, so much wrong with that. Again, it's putting you at effect of your problem, asking for a higher power to fix you, because only a higher power to could fix you, because nobody gets fixed by themselves in life. Uh, we're going to go on to the stats of people that do fix themselves uh, in life through being addicted, quote, end quote, in next week's podcast. Oh, God, where do you even begin with that? Listen, if you want to pray, pray. If you want to meditate, meditate. But don't think that this imaginary man or woman called God is going to fix you. No one is going to fix you, including me. You are going to fix yourself because you are all powerful and you can carry that out. Yes, you may need some direction. Yes, you may need some guidance. Yes, you may need some more tools. I understand that. But I ain't fixing you. God ain't fixing you. And neither's a. That's why I think that's bullshit. And number 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to alcoholics and practice these principles in all our affairs. Listen, you don't have to have a spiritual awakening. If you do more power to you, good for you. You don't have to have a spiritual awakening in order to do something that's stupid. You just stop it and then you do something else that's more empowering to you that you've tried to carry on this message to alcoholics again you're not an alcoholic you're not uh, addicted to uh, drugs you are just doing something stupid that's hurt you uh, and the i don't the very term alcoholic or drug addict i'm using the term here because i understand that's the vernacular that people use out there and if people are searching for me on google these are the words that they use um but i don't believe that people are addicted to these things i believe and i'm going to give you the research next week remember send those hate mails to mail at lukenosis.com um, but you need to practice these principles in your own affairs. So let's look at this. We've got to practice being powerless in every other affair into our life and spreading this message on to other people uh, in their life to be powerless, that they have no control and stopping this addiction. Uh, there's a reason I say it that way, uh, because you have no power. So you know what? We're going to indoctrinate this onto other people to say, you know, they need to go to these 12 step programs and stay stuck. 
This podcast is called Unstuck. The purpose is to help people to become unstuck. Scientifically, studies stay, and again, we'll come back to this next next week, that people that go into rehab, um, their chances of being of successfully overcoming this addiction uh, drop drastically versus somebody who just stops cold turkey. Yeah, the stats are out there. We're going to go into that a little bit more uh, in our next podcast. But that's why the 12 steps are shit. Those are why I disagree fundamentally with those 12 steps. And yes, I am borrowing some inspiration from Melissa Tears and her um, her little spiel on the 12 steps. But that's my spiel on the uh, 12 steps and why I think they're, most of them are fundamentally bullshit and keep you stuck. If this podcast is about making you unstuck, all of my work is about empowering you. So you don't need me. You don't need any other support group that keeps you stuck with other people that have the same beliefs that are just waiting to fall off the wagon. Because once an addict, they're always an addict. I think it's bullshit. I think it's a, a nonsense dogma that keeps you stuck on the cycle of going through rehab over and over and over again. And this is why the uh, success rates are quite frankly abysmal that's why i think the 12 steps are bullshit stay tuned for next month's or next week's podcast i say same luke time same hypnopunk channel same hypnopunk station where we or i am going to go through uh, new research in addictions and why indeed they are fundamentally habits and ways to help to remove those from your life and it's an updated podcast from the early one that i did which i think was about number 10 or 11 you can check that back in the archives if you would like a special report called three ways to become unstuck in addictions then shoot me over an email at mail m-a-i-l at lukenosis l-u-k-e-n-o-s-i-s dot com and say luke give me one of those three steps to become unstuck in addiction and i will send that off to you as always I've been Hypnopunk. This has been another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk. Always believe.